live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on January 9th, 2019. How we doing, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah. New year, new promises, all that. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Wait, 19. Oh, you're right. 18 still on, 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 on those reports. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. It's like you can't get it out of your head. Shut up, lady. Three cubicles down from me. It's not interesting last year. It's not interesting this year. It was never interesting. Shut up with your antidotes. Shut up. The antidote to the poison you just drank. How's it going, huh? This is the show. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and uh, Podbean, FM Player, and uh, whatever else you can find it on. Uh, God God bless you. Find whatever, wherever you want to go, you do it. You're free. God-loving, God-fearing. Oh, Jesus. Boy, you can already tell what kind of podcast this is going to be. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. How we doing, huh? Yeah. So here I am. You know, I promised you a second podcast this week. Didn't do it. I, I don't know why I do this. Like, as you're all sitting there with your clipboards being like, oh, well, yeah, he came through there. No, that's in. And then, oh, okay. But yeah, that week. No, no. He needs to do better there. He he said it. So he's actually negative three. If we go back to go, looking at October stats, no one gives a shit. I think you're all really happy if I just do one a week. Is, is that fair to say? And if there's a second, then God bless you. You know, that, how about that? Huh? It's just, it's just more, more it's just a cherry on top of the Sunday. It's it's just house. We're playing with house money. I mean, you, you got to look at that. When they're going into that game right there, you, they're not the ones with their backs up against the wall, right? The pressure's not on. They're playing with house money, all right? So, um, yeah. So, I'm here, right? I'm, I'm, I'm doing my goddamn thing. Acting like a clown for you. Getting all angry. Speaking of not getting angry, that was my resolution, right? But I obviously blew that with, you know, United Airlines and me having a little hissy fit. Guess who hasn't written that strongly worded letter? <laughs> yeah, this guy. Thought about doing it today. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if I uh, ever get to that. And I want to write some strongly worded letters to some politicians as well, which uh, I'll get into at a certain point. Uh, I don't want to get too political, but as a, uh, you know, resident of the state of California, I, I did have a few choice comments on things. So, anyways, um, see, so yeah, I, 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 I already blew it with United, but it's like, you know what? Hey, promises were meant to be broken. Is that the phrase? Records were meant to be broken. I promise. Where the f- yeah, nice. Yeah, I got to question everything I say, right? That promises were meant to be. My wife around here. Um, so I go to Lens Crafters. I'm on my last pair of contacts. It needs to be done. I need to get this. So I got to get an exam. You know, I have been to this one. So I go there on the weekend again. It's 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 my 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 fault. And at the same time, you know. They got scheduled every 20 minutes. I got an exam. So I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's pretty good. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's not good. That's not good at all. That means I'm going to wait because they're packing us in because they're going to schedule. It's just like any other doctor's office. They have all these people and they get them in and then they make you wait. What's that Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld's routine? They call it the waiting room. You know what you're going to do there. You're going to wait. I mean, and I waited. So I'm sitting there. Probably about 15 minutes in. I already fill out this bevy of information that they already have about me. Oh, hi. How are you, Mr. Buckley? Can you fill all this out? Don't you already have all this? Yeah, I know, but we need to update it. Nothing's changed. Well, well still, you just need to update it. Thank you. Um, so I'm filling it out. And I'm sitting there just playing on my phone. It's not like there's a football game going on or anything like that. Playoff football. I mean, I want to be with the men. Talk about that. Testicles, all that. But I'm sitting there waiting. And then somebody sits down next to me. And they're like, hey, I guess him and his wife are walking. Around. First of all, there's this jackass, you know, who's sitting there. Talking about glory days, uh, you know, with uh, just shooting it, thinking anyone gives a shit about his loud conversation that he's having with the Lens Crafters associate. Being like, oh, yeah, 
Oh, Jack Claxon. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was a great shortstop. Yeah, playing for El Dorado. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody gives a shit about any of these people. Would you shut up? And it's, they weren't even talking about their glory days. This The guy, the customer's talking about his son's glory days. And the wife was joining right in. It's like, don't you have glasses to buy and, and just leave? Go, go, go somewhere else. There are people that like to have an exam here, and I can't because you're a dick. But... So then, you know, but they finally sit down uh, next to me and like, no, 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 it was a different couple that sat down next to me because I guess they were walking around browsing whatever to kill the time. And it's like, I can't believe it's been 40 minutes and we we, we haven't been called yet. And I'm just like, 40 minutes? This is insane because you're, you're going to wait. So I get to 35, 40 minutes. I don't throw a hissy fit. I don't say, excuse me, I'm a customer. I'm the consumer. You need to accommodate me. I didn't do that. I calmly got up and said, I don't need this shit. I am not playing this game because they are not the only game in town. I'm out of here. Have a nice day. And I went to BJ's brew house in the mall. I'm in a mall bar now. That's, that's, that's where we're, that's where we're, uh, what we're doing with our weekends. And I proceeded to drink and watch the game until my wife was done shopping. Um, I know you, you didn't think I was going to say my wife was done shopping. Like I just went to the mall bar and got loaded there. No, no, no. It was only a few beers. But I mean, that's so I think that's progress, right? I, I'd say that's progress. It's, I don't need to be here anymore. I did not give you my credit card. I, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't need to do this. This is, this isn't some legal contract. This is, you know, goodbye. Go to hell lens crafters. There we go. That's that's what I always say. So uh, we'll, we'll get into, let's, let's get into where we always get into here. Update on data use. Oh boy, that's still pretty good. We didn't have any internet in Puerto Rico, and it's still not didn't even go through. I don't know how how do people go through data all the time? Are they never in Wi-Fi spots? Never understand that. Uh, See, so I make one comment uh, on the Yankees, and I made a few comments, but we got. Uh, let's see. I got I got to stop doing this. I got to stop doing this. Okay, we got to put the phone down. This does not make to be a good podcast. Uh, so, okay, Brian, you just said you were going to not do that. All right. Well, what are the topics here? So let's go with the Yankees and I guess the, the breaking news as of tonight, uh, it's just a report, it's just a report um, that the Yankees are out on Manny Machado. It's going to be the White Sox or the Phillies. And like I've said, you know, I, I'm not going to be dumb and say Manny Machado doesn't make the team better. Of course he does. He's one of the best players in the league. Um, so is Bryce Harper. At the same time, the team won 100 games last year. You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go crazy that they, they, maybe I used this comparison before, but I'm going to do it again. The, the fans act as if, you know, they're the GMs and they're like teenagers at their first jobs. It's like, I have money now. Look at this. I've never gotten this much money outside of a Christmas card. This is all mine. I own this. That means I have to spend it. Now, granted, the idea of, you know, me comparing the first check from a teenager working at Denny's to the New York Yankees is a bit absurd. I understand that. But you do have to understand the same sense. They don't need to spend. You know, I, I said this on Twitter today. The Yankees have been star bleepers for the last, you know, how many World Series have they won being star bleepers? Honestly. 2009, that was it. They spent big and they won big. They won the World Series. Outside of that, they, it was a little piecemeal, man. You think Scott Brocious was a big, big, you know, acquisition? Of course, it ended up being that way, but did you think it? I mean, David Cohn was a hired gun. Yeah, but I mean, was he the best pitcher in the league? Was Paul O'Neill some sort of, you know, just must-have player? I mean... Teams aren't always made that way. And the Yankees throughout the early 2000s, but most of the 2000s are a complete example of that. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Now I get everything everyone sees. Not all that glitters is gold. All right. 
Not all that glitters is gold. So everyone sees the shiny names and they want them. Now I get the sense of, oh, my, now my team's being cheap. And, you know, I, I'll say Hal Steinbrenner, uh, in, uh, you know, you're getting Troy Tulowitzki. That is, uh, I'm not saying it's got to be Manny Machado. I mean, those are polar ends of the spectrum. The Blue Jays gave him $36 million to go screw. And now the Yankees gave him the league minimum, which, listen, it's a very low risk move. I have no issue with it. But we're not, uh, I mean, it's January 9th. But we're not getting anyone uh, else other than that. I mean, is it a ride or die with Troy Tulowitzki till Didi Gregorius is back? Is that the road we're going down? I don't like that. Low flow showers? I don't like the sound of that. I don't. So that's a little concerning. Frankly, I was at the fifth Seinfeld restaurant. Jesus. Frankly, I'm a little concerned. I don't know. We'll talk about Seinfeld a little later, too. We'll introduce a new segment to the to the show, which, uh, you know how that goes. We'll never do it again. I'll do it again in about five months. Uh, it's called, uh, and I'll give you a little sneak preview. No, I wanted to call it People That Should Die, but I figured, you know, somehow maybe that would get picked up. Obscure podcast is wishing death upon so-and-so. Is this is, is this what we want in this climate right now? And yeah, I don't really want to be a part of that. So we're going to call, hey, I don't even have a name for it. I was going to say, but that's not <laughs> people who belong in jail. There, there we go. People who belong in jail. So we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, so what, you know, no Manny Machado, get over yourselves, get over yourselves. Yankee fans. I mean, it's still not official. You had Dan Clark sports reporting that he was going to the Yankees, Dan Clark sports, which I mean, he has a check mark. So that means he must mean something, right? I mean, the check mark army, you know, they, 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 they they run the world. They're the, they're the, Trump knows more than them anyways, by, by the way. I know more than generals. Anyway, Brian, you hit off every uh, talking point here. This, this, uh, this podcast is a wreck so far. So let's, let's try to keep it moving. Staying in uh, baseball for one second, honestly. Um, how about Daryl Strawberry coming out against uh, weed saying, yeah, weed is bad. Daryl Strawberry coming out to say weed is bad. And it's a gateway drug. Yeah, weed, weed, weed is bad. Like Pablo Escobar saying, yeah, 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 soda's bad. Yeah, you want to stay away from that. That's, that's uh, not good for you. I've been watching Narcos, by the way. I, that Narcos Mexico is very good, I thought. I thought it was really good. I finished Narcos 2, and I still have 3 with the Cali cartel, which, you know, the sex appeal isn't there. I know there are major, you know, players and whatnot, but um, I really liked Narcos Mexico. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Michael Pena, like, uh, wasn't that great of an actor? Is he, is he better in other things? He has this... Just stupid, not stupid face, but uh, he just has this face that doesn't move, just doesn't change, just sort of in that series. Maybe he doesn't. I, I don't watch enough stuff these days. I was just thinking to myself, do I have less interest in like sports these days because I'm older or is it because there's 17,000 different avenues that exist now as opposed to when I was younger? It's a great question. It's a great question. You know what? I'm the only one that I can answer because it's about me. Uh, anything else really going on in baseball? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But yeah, oh, let's, one second. Yeah, let's go back to Daryl Strawberry. So Daryl Strawberry, a guy who's ruined his... Let me get the quotes from this for a second. Yeah, so uh, let's see. We argued against athletes using cannabis, natural pain, calling it a gateway drug. Most people don't understand marijuana is a drug, says Strawberry told TMZ Sports. It's just the beginning, starting people off when they're young and leads to everything else. Most people start off with marijuana. It's a gateway. I started marijuana when I was young, 14, 15 years old. Yeah, you started with cocaine a few years later and crack cocaine. You know what? Most people don't do that. You know, and they did smoke weed. I, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, the editor of High Times here, but I mean, Daryl Strawberry, you know, I, <laughs> just reading through this again here. Uh, 
who said Stephen Jackson, another another uh, Mensa member here, uh, involved in the the uh, Malice on the Palace, former NBA player. Those anti-marijuana comments have driven backlash from various corners of the internet, including Stephen Jackson, the cannabis advocate. Jackson initially called Starberry, Strawberry a whole crackhead. Not a half, not a quarter, not a portion, not a fraction, a whole crackhead. Though he later walked back those comments. How do you walk back whole crackhead? I didn't actually mean whole crackhead. I mean, does it just go to like the silliness that I just did? I'm talking half, like a third. If you think weed is a gateway drug, then you're weak-minded. Wow. It's a gateway for weak-minded people. <laughs> That's just what it is. So if you're weak-minded, don't smoke weed because you're going to make you try coke and crack. <laughs> Stephen, I'll say Stephen Jackson is the most eloquent person and the most loquacious, but uh, he, I mean, he gets the point across there. But of all the people, you know, that that story didn't pick up a lot of steam, honestly. It was a little strange. I only saw the New York Post. Um, but I, I know Strawberry's a holy, holy roller now, and, uh, you know, he's he's got to preach against the devil's lettuce and all that shit, but <laughs> Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Come on. That's uh. Some, that, that's a, you know, he's got a huge set of balls to come out and say that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Organizations, members included. Okay, we'll move, oh, move on from that, Brian. So, yeah, Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Anyways, move on from baseball. Well, I do miss baseball. I do, I do, I do. I mess up. I mean, even watching these NFL playoffs, I mean, I'm like into it, but I don't know. You got to feel bad for that Chicago kicker. I mean, you do. I mean, we said it a thousand times, but. Hey man, be better at your job. I mean that—that's what it, it's—it's it's a tortured existence for him in the sense that not in the fact that he probably makes you know eight hundred thousand dollars a year. That's not tortured. I'd like to switch places with him. I will completely make a fool of myself on on a stage of eighty thousand people. That's fine. I don't. I wouldn't enjoy the death threats he got, or the you know we're we're going to you know. I was going to say, or how do you start with death threats and then try to go up from there? You you move up to that, Brian. Because I, I really can't. They're going to really, really give them death threats, but be that good at something, be that professional, that good at some, a professional event like that. You are a professional to that point. You're paying for a professional sports team to be that good, but you can't seal the deal exactly at what, you know, kind of like me trying to finish this sentence. Imagine being so good at something, but not being able to do the finishing move. You know, it's just to hit those crossbars like that. But this week, this week is the uh, fucking, you know, the Eagles. Are we going to do the whole Nick Foles bullshit again? Ridiculous. But uh, this is the best week of the NFL NFL season because you got two games, both days, and you got the best teams playing. You got the Elite Eight playing. I'm looking forward to all the games. Oh, really, Brian? Oh, look at him. He likes sports. How about that, huh? Looking forward to all the games. Uh, let's see. Which one? I mean, uh, the, the one on Sunday at 10.05, the... Well, not 1005 to you, but the Chargers and the Patriots. That's the big one I'm looking for. I think Sunday's games are the best. I think those are those are those are my favorite. Kansas City, Indiana, Indianapolis. There, there's Annapolis after that. Ooh, what is wrong with my side here? Hold on here. I don't know, it's weird. I just got like this like sharp pain like in my side. Like it was just odd. It was weird. So as you get older, these these things just start happening. I went to the eye doctor, I actually got the eye doctor appointment today. At a different place. And, you know, the guy's like, everything looks good. You know, just a normal deterioration. I'm like, deterioration? What the fuck you mean, normal deterioration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you get older. And I'm just like, oh, God. Can you find a better word than that, jackass? Deterioration. Yeah, you'll be a puddle of shit there in a few years. I mean, that'll be a lot of fun. But that's normal. It's normal. So no no reason for concern. Just your normal pile of shit. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, talk about Netflix real quick. Uh, I... 
I don't know if you, you're interested in this, but there, there's a few counties up from here. It's called Humboldt County, and there's a there's a little series on Netflix called Murder on the Mountain, all about like illegal weed growing and whatnot. Uh, I found it uh, the the side story to be a bit annoying, but the one thing I wanted to say about this, it is crazy. Humboldt County, which is like middle of fucking nowhere, and they have the most active missing people, um, more than you know, more than any county in the entire state of California. Which is crazy to think about because, of, you know, you could just hide a body out there and no one will ever find it. The animals will pick it apart. It will disintegrate. It will deteriorate like me and my eyes um, and my body into into the woods. You'll never you never find it. Yeah. So um, but I did want the one thing I want to talk about was, you know, they, they talk about how they're just I, I know I'm jumping from topic to topic here, but it's just funny how they're talking about Oh, legalization has really killed the uh, community aspect of growing weed out here. I mean, you know, we did this. It was a communal thing. And, it, and it's just like, you know what? While I agree weed should be legal, you fuckers are doing something illegal. Like, you know, sorry if I can't like kumbaya around it. Like, sorry. You know, it's it's legal. I mean, I'd like to see the same documentary. They go into like the black community and like find the drug dealers there and be like, oh, well, you know, since uh, crack cocaine was, uh, you know was legalized. I mean, look at, look at this, um, you know, our communal aspect has just been torn apart. I mean, it, it's just not what it was. I mean, you think, what the hell is wrong with this person? Sorry. I see it the same way with these weed people. I mean, they're, they're, the, the documentary is making it seem like, Oh God, you know, well, the, the poor farmer, it's like, you know, American Gothic. They just, they just want to do what they got to do. And it's just, Oh God, open your eyes. Anyways, that's, yeah, just random point there. But I did mention I want to talk a little bit about politics. Uh, not even the dumb Trump speech and, you know, the wall and whatnot. And I, I mean, right now he's being pushed into a corner. And uh, he's, he's got to do something because people are going to start losing their uh, paychecks. That is going to be bad. They're going to be missing mortgage payments. They're going to be, uh, you know, not be able to buy food. They're going to be applying for, uh, you know, assistance. Oh, the assistance is falling off. Oh, oh, that the food stamps are going to go any longer. Oh, okay. Well, guess what? Uh, you, you know, you... This is what I always say to people. You might not agree with the idea of public assistance or the 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 records, not the record, the the length of it, the amount of it, and you know who who is eligible for it. But people need it in a sense that it is a public health crisis if people don't get it. I mean, I'm just just saying it is a safety risk if people don't have that. To, I mean, that that's just the way it is. People never look at it from that perspective. There's like, ah, freeloaders and they get fucking Cheetos and you know fruit punch and all sorts of shit, you know, all sorts of crap, but you need that stuff. But anyways, I, I don't, I don't know what Trump's doing. I mean, I know the guy does likes to save face, but he has uh he's got a, he's got a major issue here. This idea. And I don't even think he actually believes this when he says, yeah, this thing can last months or years. I mean, yeah, that'd be amazing campaign to run on. Yeah. Listen, I think it should reelect me. Granted the government hasn't been in a uh, session and you know, the government hasn't been working in uh, 14 months, but Hey, you gotta like this, right? Am I right? Am I right? And now we 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 have to know what Amy uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez or AOC does every day. Does every and I have a this is this is a conspiracy theory of mine. Just just and I know it's insane, but just just hear me out. So you know the phony media, which. Trump is right in the sense that these these people they, they do spread fake news about him. But let's let's just but they're so angry. Oh God! Remember Rachel Maddow when uh, when 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 Trump was elected? You're, you're, there's nothing wrong with your television. This is your life now. Do you know how much more money all of these people get because Donald Trump is president? Hillary Clinton, if she won, 
Do you realize their ratings would be minuscule? She's a bore. There's nothing to talk about with her. Unless we're locking her up. I mean, yeah! Because you'd be in jail. But think about, think about how much more they've lined their pockets, padded their stats, padded everything with just greenbacks everywhere. Think about that. So they have elevated this, this new group, this young, woke, progressive group. I mean, they're so woke. I don't even have a comparison because I'm falling. No, I'm not falling asleep. I'm, I'm, I, I can't sleep anymore. I haven't slept in three weeks. They're so woke just when I hear about Ocasio-Cortez doing anything, doing anything remotely. It doesn't even have to be interesting. You just be doing something. But my theory is I think they're building them up to be the future. All right. Because listen, her and I mean, there's a large minority, minority woman population. There was a woman wearing a hijab. Is that how you pronounce it? That the Muslim uh, female head? Scarf is that, I think that's how you pronounce it. So, I mean, they're building this group up and listen, they are not, these aren't your grandparents, Democrats. All right. I mean, they are, and I don't mean that just from demographics. I mean, they got some wild ideas. So I think that the media is building them up for the future. However, they know that they like the, the Cortezes of the world. They are going to uh, shit. They've already shit started. It's like their fourth day of work. And they are going to get in the face of the Miss Pelosi's and the Chuck Schumer's and the whoever is going to run for president. They are they can't keep their mouth shut for the Democrats. You think Cortez is going to be able to keep her mouth shut? She is going to say all these things and she's going to say things that, guess what? The normal Democrat, the status quo, the Washington swamp, uh, they're not going to like. And I think what's going to happen is they're going to split the vote like Mr. Bernie Sanders and Mr. Trump is going to be president again. And the media will pretend to be really angry. Oh, why is this guy president? He just lies all the time. Russia. While they continue to get more rich and rich and rich and have money fights and shit on golden toilets. That's my wacky theory. That's why they're building. They're building up for two things. Twofold here. So for the wokeness. For the, you know, the wokeness for the future and that they're going to split it. And Donald Trump is going to be president again, just so we can sit there. Oh, I don't even care about it. And I hear all these people. Oh, I'm not even going to watch that speech. I refuse to watch that, that, that traitor, that orange Cheeto. He should be. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, let me, let me see how this works. You talk about him 24 seven. You consume all these dopey pundit shows. And you're not going to watch this? Okay, you may not have the 13 minutes that you sit in front of your television to watch Donald Trump pretend to be professional in the White House briefing, uh, you know, to the entire country. But you're going to consume it 9,000 times over on social media, on, on on the radio, on the news playback. So cut the shit. All right, your 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 13 minutes. Oh God, you what a brave stance. Resist. I'm sure when it was over, it's like, finally, I can go back to The Voice or whatever show was on there. And then you go right to your phone and be like, oh, what are they saying? What are the photoshops? What are the memes? What are those reaction? Oh, oh, is that a video? Let me check that out. You just get, I bet you half the people that said that consumed it within the hour. Just liars. So I wasn't even planning on talking about Trump, but he's going to have a major issue. So he's got to do something about it. But uh, the other thing I want to talk about, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there and I, and I don't want to be too controversial here. But, uh, you know, speaking of the wall and whatnot and illegal immigration and everything. So he mentioned a, a police officer that was shot and killed. Um, I think it was like two hours from here and by an illegal immigrant. Um, day after Christmas, they show his picture. This guy's picture. I think he's, he, yeah, he's from Fiji. Um, so they show him and his wife and his baby in front of the Christmas tree over and over and over again on the local news here. 
and he's killed by an illegal immigrant. Here's the thing. We have two senators in this state. I mean, in reality, we kind of have three in a sense because she's not a senator. She's a house rep and, you know, but she's known all over this country, that being Nancy Pelosi. But you know what? I'll leave her to the side to a certain extent just because the area that this happened, this 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 incident, this tragedy, uh, it's not her jurisdiction. She did, Her whole, whole thing is in San Francisco. So two senators in this state, Kamala Harris and Dianne Feinstein, who, let's be honest, tweet about Trump. Another, they're, they're just as bad as all the, all the other people. Tweet about Trump nonstop. I mean, it's just slogan after this. After, I mean, I know they're not doing their Twitter feed either. But I mean, listen, they're obviously putting the green light on that to go for it, go for it. And, you know, they're talking about this little girl or was it a boy? I don't know. That died on the border. And that's terrible. And you know what? They need to do an investigation to find out what the hell happened and all of that. And I'm all with you. They had numerous tweets about that. Those two senators, the senators of this goddamn state, I don't even care. I'll even take out the fact. Honestly, I'll be fair. I'll take out the fact that the guy is an illegal immigrant. It doesn't matter to me. You have an, you are elected officials and you specifically don't say a goddamn word about a, a law enforcement officer. Forget what you think about the police. They still serve. All right. This is a guy who was shot and killed the day after Christmas. You don't say a goddamn word, not one. And I, part of me says, well, Brian, they didn't say anything, obviously, because they don't want to get involved in the illegal immigrant debate. And I go, I get it. They're, they're not going to, you know, they don't want to go back and forth with Trump and all that. And, but you just specifically ignored this person. You talk about this child who died at the border. You talk about incidents all over this country. You have someone in your own goddamn state that elects you and you purposefully, intentionally won't even say one thing on Twitter about it. Not even like condolences to the family of that police officer who died. That's it. And, and you know what? People might say, Brian, why is it that big of a deal to you? Do you think that he's coming back if they tweet it? Absolutely not. Well, I mean, if I did say that he was, then that, that would probably be a little problematic for me. I'd probably have to go see some sort of psychiatrist. But the idea that you would intentionally ignore that story, that really pisses me off. That really, really pisses me off. All I'm asking for is an acknowledgement. You can acknowledge every other thing going on in this country. Something in your own backyard and you intentionally say, that's a fuck you to those people, to that family, to that community. That is, hey, we'll come around every, you know, six years to get your vote and we'll represent you in, in, in Washington. Yeah, we'll stop by the state every once in a while and say, hi. hey, maybe we'll even run for president. You got our vote, right? Oh, yeah, he died. Oh, but he was an illegal immigrant. Oh, sorry, I don't want to talk about it then. No, be fucking fair. I mean, you're just as bad as Trump when you do that shit. You're just as bad as him conveniently ignoring facts, con conveniently ignoring things that happen. You're just as bad. You're just as bad. That really pissed me off. It really did. So uh, that's all I wanted to say about that. That that really pissed me off. So we got one hat in the ring in the uh, Democratic Party. That's uh, Elizabeth Warren. Now, she, you know what I like about Elizabeth Warren? She's genuine. She's not phony. She's, she's, she's the most genuine there is. How much can you screw up in like a few months when you have such a you know, long established career. Granted, you know, teaching one class, making $400,000 a year. I mean, we've all been there, but she, <laughs> I 
I mean, the DNA test obviously was not a very good idea. There's a high probability that at some point there was some sort of a Native American. It's just like, holy shit, you know. She already made her bed for, for the last few decades with that, so I guess she had to. But you know, she did this thing. I don't know if she had already announced she was going to run for president, but she was doing like this video to the internet. It was like in her kitchen that was made to look like modest and not like the palace that she lives in. You know, she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a beer. It's like, whoa, whoa. All the while, I thought this was some Ivy League's hooty tooty, snooty wooty, whatever. She's going to have a beer. I'm like, well, now to the local pub with her, huh? She opened the beer and she said it was the most unnatural thing. You've ever seen your goddamn life. Why do these politicians do this? Not to, not to praise Trump, but the, there's kind of an element about him where obviously it's why a lot of people voted for him. I mean, it's a stupid reason to have your com- vote completely based on this, but he tells it the way he feels. Well, at least in that moment. Uh, but he doesn't pretend to be something else. We'll put it that way. Elizabeth Warren, you, you don't drink beer. Stop it. Like, <laughs> you don't have, I, I am not choosing to, 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 to vote for you based on whether you drink a beer or not. You know, which makes me completely out of the left field. They're naming, they're renaming the 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 AT and T Park where the Giants play. They're not. It's not going to be AT and T Park anymore. So they're naming it to the Oracle Park, I believe, because Oracle is the, the the Warriors are leaving Oakland and going to San Francisco. So I don't know what the name of that place is going to be, but so Oracle Park and at uh, you know Baseball River Field or something dumb. You know what I don't understand? Like, I I understand, obviously, the praise and the fact that I'll con- continue to say AT&T Park or, you know, whatever the name of the stadium is. You know, it's MetLife Field or, or, or you know, it doesn't matter. They, they affiliated with some sort of business. Like, yeah, you get your name on it. You talk about it. Is that really worth, like, the entire purchase that they make to do that? I mean, I know it's a huge flex. And you you love saying, oh, yeah, well, look at, look at we. It's named after us. I mean, look at that. How much do those people pay? Like, I've never gone to, like, Wells Fargo Arena and been like, wow, I got to open a check with Wells Fargo. I mean, I got to, uh, well, they probably opened one for me already. Bad example. So, I mean, I don't really need to do that. But, uh, you know, I, I don't go to the Verizon Center and be like, huh, goodbye AT&T. I need, I need Verizon. I mean, do people actually, is there that much retention from, from those names? It, it, it doesn't. The KFC Yum Center. Oh, screw McDonald's. We're going to KFC. Maybe it works for high, you know, small purchases like that. I, I don't know. The Burger King Arena. Anyways, I know that was random, but I just thought about that. Time. I was like, I've never like walked into a place like that and be like, oh, cool. Like where the Kings play, Golden One Center. I could open a credit credit union account. I, that's not a bad idea. Wow. Golden One Center. I haven't thought for one second about that. I don't know. Anyways, uh, staying in politics one with, with Elizabeth Warren, too. And then she had to outdo herself. She, 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 it was almost like she felt bad. For being normal. First, she tried to drink a beer to be normal. Then she wanted to let you know, maybe I'm not normal, but I'm going to be honest. Somebody asked her about like online shopping and she had, she, this is the way she phrased it. I admit, I admit it. Sometimes I shop online. Whoa. <laughs> as if it's some sort of deep, like shameful secret as if, yes, I'm a child molesting murderer. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, it's the truth. Sometimes I shop online. Yes. <laughs> I, I go to Amazon and I shop online. Oh, my God. Just, you know, just go back to you. You go back to talking about Trump all the time. Don't, don't try to be. Don't try to be normal. Just <laughs> be who you are. 
Oh my God. Anyways. So I, I think Biden's gonna, Biden is the only one. And I couldn't even tell you anything about Biden's politics, honestly, other than that, like, he's just, your like sleazy, you know, status quo Washington guy. I mean, I don't think he has the, the accusations, uh, and, uh, stories about creepiness like uh Trump, but boy, there's plenty of visuals, man, with him on the shoulders, whispering into a woman's ear, sometimes like teenagers ears. So, uh, he's got that creep factor going on big time. So we got two creeps possibly, uh, running up against each other for the presidency. But I feel like he's the only one that could really win. I, I don't. And again, I don't. I think he's just the most recognizable. I don't think any of these 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 other candidates, whoever they might be, have any have any real oomph. I mean, it's not. I, I, I just don't see it. Oh, Beto O'Rourke. Why do you like him? I don't know. He's just he's just really new. I mean, he almost beat Ted Cruz. Okay, what do you like about him? Uh, yeah, he, he rides a skateboard. Oh yeah, cool. He didn't even win in his own state. Well, I think he should be president. Anyways. Enough, enough, enough politics. Jesus Christ, Brian. Uh, so what was the other thing I was going to talk about here? Um, yeah, I guess. Is that about it? Yeah, I guess we'll get to the Seinfeld thing. So. So the inaugural, uh, recipient or nominee recipient. What's the when someone's elected to something, right? Who, who gives a shit? So the, um. So the first person I want to involve in this, and that is Angelica Florio, possibly related to Mike Florio, uh, although I don't know if she's as bad. Uh, let's see. Angelica Florio, is that, where did her name go? Yes. Oh, I'm looking at it. Okay. Angelica Florio, she writes for Bustle.com. So this was her, um, she did a nice little story. Because listen, this is the new thing. You go back in time, find things that are offensive um, I'm surprised the whole woke army hasn't gotten on Huckleberry Finn or have we already done that to death that, you know, uh, we, we can't bring that one up, but we go back in time to find things that were acceptable at the time. I am surprised all in the family has not been ripped to shreds. Um, be like Archie Bunker. Uh, no, let's try to whitewash him from existence. But the, 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 uh, you know, go back in time and find things that were, you know, edgy or maybe even just normal back then that would be terrible now and this is all obviously open to interpretation so the headline is these 13 jokes from seinfeld are super offensive now yes that includes the soup nazi so you already know it's just horseshit so let's let's start here i'm not even going to spare you whatever this is okay number one we'll try to do this as quick as possible uh number one i'll take as long as i want what do i care number one the soup nazi what might be the most well-known joke from Seinfeld is also the one of, one of the most, one of its, Jesus. Let's try this again. Three, two, one. What might, what might be, I'm not even drinking. What might be the most well-known joke from Seinfeld is also one of its most disappointing ones. You already know. Again, if the headline didn't get you before now, it's like, all right, dig in, get the popcorn. You know, this is insane. Maybe in 1995 when the episode titled The Soup Nazi aired, it felt okay for viewers. But in 2018, when groups of neo-Nazis have become noticeably emboldened, using the term Nazi to label someone as a joke doesn't sit so well anymore. Yeah, 1995, we completely forgot about that whole Holocaust thing. I mean, that was, I mean, that's way in the rear view. It's just like, hey, come on. Hey, Nazi. Now, yes, I know. Now it's, now it's problematic. Number two, the Indian giver joke, which this caused... Did this cause issues? I don't even remember. 
uh, back then. Joking about a Native American person being an Indian giver was never okay. And it's definitely not okay now. Well, the show's not playing now, so you don't have to worry about it. Joking that a racial stereotype and about a press group's actually truthful is a dangerous road. And Seinfeld probably couldn't get away with it doing that in 2018. She basically ends everything with like that same sentiment. But at the same time, yeah, you know why I can't get away in 2018? Because lunatics like you are writing articles like this. Kramer stomping on the burning of the Puerto Rican flag. Now, I do remember that was an issue because that one is a hard episode. Not hard episode to find, but they don't play that one that often. <laughs> so there, uh, there, there was some issues in that, uh, which... Yeah, because they were stomping on the flag. It is unacceptable the Puerto Rican flag be used by Seinfeld as a... St- yeah, this was back in New York Times, said this in 98. Um, so, you know, not even to be biased, but... That was a rough one. Uh, number four, the joke that someone thinks Jerry and George are in a same-sex relationship. Oh, no, don't go back to that one. Season four, a journalist thinks uh, Jerry and George are in a same-sex relationship, and it's the basis of a whole episode's worth of bad jokes. Okay, school marm. Even if this jo- same joke occurred in Friends years later, it's really not that funny now. What the hell does that even mean? Even if the same joke reoccurred in Friends later, are they like a higher regard? Like, even if it was Friends, I mean, come on. Then... Years later, it's really not that funny now. Okay. That still doesn't make really a ton of sense to me. When Kramer has house guests from Japan sleep in his dresser drawers. Kramer's visiting Japanese businessmen, has, yeah, stay in his apartment, since space is limited. Jerry's neighbor has the house guests sleep in dresser drawers. That wouldn't fly now. No explanation, nothing else. There's no, great defense, by the way. Number six, when Jerry accidentally gets a man deported. I'll tell you, like, I will say for this one, I mean, I still think it's a great episode, and I don't find it offensive. However, with immigration being a big issue now, uh, you know, I could see it. Whatever. I still don't I don't find it enough to actually write an article about it. Again, so much of Seinfeld's humor relies on the misfortunes of its main characters. That's not true. They It relies on them. Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of. Yeah, it does. But it, it's all about their, their complete egotistical behavior. But I guess it is. Yeah, you're right. Main characters who happlessly fumble into misunderstandings that often have major consequences for other characters. That's exactly what happens in the episode when Jerry mistakenly causes Babu Bots to be deported. That's it? Boy, this is, this, she's terrible. Cedric and, uh, Cedric and Bob, these are the, the, the gay couple, appear in three episodes. Each episode they appear, the two characters who make up a gay couple play up stereotypes as both of Latinx and homosexual male cultures. What's Latinx? She meant to say, is the X near the O? The keyboard? No, it's not. It's just, it, maybe that means something. When George got caught staring at a teenager's breasts. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So everything about the storyline is awkward. Oh, God. I hated that one. It's probably enough to make any diehard Seinfeld question the show if they think about it for too long. Well, that I can tell you, Miss uh, Florio, you're incorrect. Plus, you know, the idea that it... it <laughs> when George got caught staring at a teenager's breasts. So the idea that... Remember when that episode came out? And everyone was like, hey, it's so cool to just stare at teenagers' breasts. Yeah, neither do I. That was the joke, idiot. <laughs> I mean, it was so accepted back then. I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah, hey, look at that one. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, the Chinese woman. If I like their race, how can I be racist, says Jerry Seinfeld. Telling Elaine that he loves Chinese women. Hopefully the issues with that exchange don't require further explanation for anyone in 2018. Yeah, you, you know why they don't require any further explanation? You can't even provide any, Miss Florio. You can't even provide any to understand why. You, you don't explain why it's bad. The joke about the pig man. Kramer thinks he sees a pig man while at the hospital and later discovers that that person was a fat little mental patient. 
Yikes. Again, she, this is a, this, you know, I'm reading, I read the, through this once and I'm reading through it again. It is so poor. Like if you're going to make these outrageous accusations, can you at least have some sort of oomph and details behind it? When George pursues a woman because he, she can't speak English. Okay. George and the crew voluntarily volunteer to help the elderly. I always found that to be an odd episode at the same time. Cause it's like, yeah, all my friends, we get together and, uh, we, we just say, Hey, Hey, where, where are we doing charity this week, guys? Yeah. Put down the beer. Come on. Where, where are we doing charity? By the way, speaking of friends, you know, I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast and I always have this fear too. So somebody, he has these questions that people go into the podcast and one guy was like, Bill, I have three kids. Um, I'm getting tired all the time and I'll admit sometimes I sit down to pee. Have you ever sit down to pee? And Bill's like laughing. He's like, no, I've never sat down to fucking pee. He's like, actually, the only time I've sat down to pee is actually, you know, when we were, when my wife and I, when we were in like a small apartment and it was like the middle of the night and I did it out of consideration. And I always thought, you know, if my friends ever saw me, they'd be laughing at me and that I do the exact same thing. If it's like late at night and I'm like, I don't want to wake her up. That's just to, that, that's, I'm, I'm sure it's a great sound to wake up to. You're just sitting there sleeping. It's just like, you just hear all the, the, the water hitting. That's not the sound of pee. I don't know why I did that, but the sound of that. So I, I do that too. And I sit down and I'm like, do you pee to sit down? Like, I always remember that, that, that insult. And I'm like, I, I'm just picture like all my friends, like walking through the door and just being like, Oh, there he is. He got there. So this is life now, Brian. What's it like peeing down, peeing down. Yeah. We're gonna have a pee down, sit down to pee. So anyways, that completely random. Once George learns that a housekeeper who works for Jerry's assigned patient doesn't speak English, George says he's interested in dating her. The joke here is that George finds a woman who can't talk to him attractive, can't finds a woman who can't talk to him attractive and ooh. Oh, that, that, that's clearly not English. Uh, the handicap spot. Kramer convinces George to park in a handicap spot, which is despicable. Uh, and when the group returns to the car, they learn that a person in a wheelchair got into an accident because of blah, blah, blah. the fact that a big laugh comes after a woman, this can't even be fucking real describes the person in a wheelchair falling down an incline into a wall might make you feel a little bit icky and for good reason. And I think this is the last one. The joke about George's girlfriend's big nose. Yeah. You just need a nose job. Kramer. Season three nights that George dates a woman with a large nose. She dies to get a nose job after Kramer says she needs one. It's so wrong on so many levels after as much as you want your favorite show in the world to withstand the test of time, Seinfeld fans might have to find out that their show is a problematic favorite in many instances. Oh, yes. I mean, when I go to bed and I watch Seinfeld, I'm always thinking I have my – you talk about the clipboard that you guys record. You know, if I do a podcast or not, I have my clipboard out to say I want to find out what's offensive from one of my favorite shows. It's just what I do. So this is the one of the most ridiculous articles I've ever read. And if you'd like to read it, anyone – Again, well, I've kind of read the whole thing too. I don't know if you actually need to read it, but Angelica Florio, you belong in jail. So I think that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, half of it was me just reading an article to you. That's what the podcast has become. I will just read articles to you. It'll be like Francesca show. Chapter one, Joe Tory, the Tory years. Where's my umbrella? Anyways, uh, listen to the show. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So what, what are we looking at? Huh? I don't mention the football all season, but I'm going to give you my picks. Huh? I'll put my picks on Twitter. Huh? Okay, so Indianapolis, Kansas City, uh, five and a half points, Kansas City. I like it. Take five and a half. Take the Chiefs. Take it. Take Yeah, I, I sound like I know what I'm talking about here. Dallas and uh, the Rams. Rams are getting getting seven. That's a tough one. I, uh, I think they'll win. 
but I could see being very uh, close in terms of the spread there. I'll take the Rams. I wouldn't put the lock on that one. That's not a shoo-in, all right? Chargers in New England. New England minus four. I feel like the Chargers are going to win, but I can never count the Patriots out. I'm going to have to take the Patriots. Am I taking all the favorites here? Is that how boring this is? And Philadelphia and uh, New Orleans. I think New Orleans will win that game. I don't think they're going to win by eight, though. I'll take Philadelphia there. So there's your picks. Your four-team parlay. Uh, Kansas City, Rams, New England. Ooh, that New England one's going to come back to bite me. And the Eagles. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Um, we'll, hopefully we'll know what's going on. I, think, I feel like once Manny Machado says what he's doing and we see the numbers that are involved with him, we're going to see Bryce Harper. I've not heard a lot about Harper. I mean, you've heard Machado, Yankees, Phillies, White Sox, um, but you have not heard a lot about Harper. I hear some rumblings that you that the you know the the stars the 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 stars the the people in the know like John Heyman, uh, who's who's listen he's great he's 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 funny too he's a lot of fun. Uh, I hear him saying it wouldn't be a shock if he went back to the Nationals, or is that Jack Curry that said that? I don't know. Oh wait, that's right, he blocked me. So we'll have to see. But thank you all for listening. I love all of you. Enjoy your weekend. Um, yeah. So. I will talk to you next week. We'll uh, we'll know who the uh, the the who's playing in the just whatever. You you got the whole idea. Love all you. Enjoy. Remember to leave a review if you haven't already. Uh, it's always greatly appreciated. So, with all that being said, she got arrested for shooting down her man. U.S. Marshals caught her outside of Spokane. She said, "I do it again, do it again, do it again, yeah, I do it again." I Double truck in town on business She fell in love or so she thought Cause Maryland was cold and the battle was hot So she moved alone to the city of sin Then got a place with him, but her chips all in Yeah, got dark, he was a stranger Put his hands on her in anger And she got arrested For shooting down her man U.S. Marshals Caught her outside of Spokane She said, I do it again Police station in an eight foot room for interrogation. Her fingerprints on the murder weapon. All they needed was a tape confession. And she was bloody, beat for years. Her demeanor was cold, but she cried no tears. It, this time it was his blood on her. She wore it like a badge of honor. And she got arrested. For shooting down her man, U.S. Marshals.
house in a cell for a year on trial. No regrets for the things she done. He lost a fight. She wanted. Tell the story. Jerry heard it. Deliberating for a verdict. She's up a murder in the first degree. Cause she refused to bleed insanity. And she got arrested. For shooting down her man. U.S. Marshals. 